This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. BFM 89.9, it's 7.06, a wet Monday, 27th of November, and you're listening to The Morning Run with Keith Kam. Anwar Mabo, not the other one that's in the Prime Minister of PMX, our very own, and I'm Wong Xiaoning. Now, in half an hour, we are going to discuss the latest policy announcements coming out of Beijing to prop up the beleaguered property sector. But let's recap how global markets closed last Friday. Well, last week, US markets for Dow was up 0.3%, the S&P 500 was up 0.1%, but the Nasdaq was down 0.1%. For Asian markets, however, the Nikkei was up 0.5%, the Hang Seng fell 2%, the Shanghai Composite was down 0.7%, the STI down 0.5%, and our FBM KLCI was up 0.04%. Okay, so in other words, we didn't really go anywhere. Unfortunately not. (laughs) So for some insights of where markets are heading this week, we speak to Kelvin Wong, Senior Market Analyst with Oanda. Good morning, Kelvin. Thanks for speaking to us again. Now, given last week's shortened trading window due to the Thanksgiving holidays, what's your view on trading direction for US stock markets this week? Uh, yeah, uh, I think what we could see over here is uh, market participants will be pretty much focused on the kind of a retail activity over uh, the over the weekend in US, especially given the kickstart of this holiday season as a gauge of how uh, how the uh, how the consumer spending from retailers are going to react given the uh, current situation of a higher interest rate environment. That started to creep down into the real U.S. economy. Uh, so, if you look at the current uh, preliminary uh, findings from uh, several, uh, we call it uh, online, uh, we call it online uh, compiler, for example, Adobe Analytics. So, Adobe Analytics uh, reported that uh, currently the online uh, spending is pretty much uh, resilient right now, uh, rather than from the uh, we call it uh, the physical brick and butter uh, brick and butter spending. So they actually look at U.S. online revenue now is up so far uh, as of from last uh, Friday, seven point five percent annualized from last year. So that's actually much better than what they actually uh, initially forecasted uh, on an average from the month of November to December at four point eight percent. On also this. Uh, pretty much uh, came in with another, uh, we call it online analytics uh, forecast by Salesforce. Uh, they actually put in the figure right now. It's a slight different uh, calculation for Adobe. So right now, they're actually looking at currently at 9% year-on-year versus an in- earlier and, uh, initial estimate of 1%. Okay. So what we could see over here, it seems to us that US consumers are still spending online, uh, via online. So that could add a bit of what I call, uh, I mean, uh, we call it a bit of more uh, optimism in this uh, ongoing uh, medium-term uh, uptrend phase that is in place on the S&P 500 that is in place uh, since end of October this year. So what I'm looking at uh, for this week is there's this uh, key support level uh, at 4470, uh, 4470 on the S&P 500. So if this level uh, continue to hold uh, for the entire week, and do not forget that uh, this week we have some uh, two crucial events are from US. One is the ISM manufacturing PMI data uh, for the month of October. For the month, yeah, for the month of October, that's out on this coming Friday, together with the all important Powell speech as well on Friday. So, a uh, crucial support level to hold uh, in order for the SP to maintain this medium term uh, bull run will be at 4470. 
Can I also get your view so far on the re- on the result season? We're almost done with what's coming out of the US. But so far, what are your thoughts? Have the numbers pretty been much in line with the expectations? Uh, well, I think to me, it's, yes, it's rather, uh, I mean, overall, the results came in at a positive number. I mean, uh, in, terms of, in terms of what you call it, Q3 uh, results, much better than Q2, because in the previous two quarters, we started to see negative uh, earnings growth. So this quarter, uh, on, on the aggregate, we started to see a positive uh, earnings growth on the S&P 500 components as a result, as a whole, yeah. But however, if we dissect into the various sector, there's still pretty much concern about the health of the U.S. Uh, consumer. Because do not forget over here is that uh, close to about 70% on the U.S. economy is dependent on the U.S. consumer spending. So uh, if you look at key uh, earnings guardians, forward guardians for key retailers like Best Buy, Walmart, they actually start to warn that uh, in the next few quarters that we're talking about Q4, according to Q1, Potentially, uh, uh, retail sales may start to slow down due to the effect of this uh, higher interest rate that starts to actually creep into the, uh, or I would say dampen into the consumer's uh, spending power. But all in all, right, if you look at this kind of uh, kind of lackluster forward guardians, it actually increased the expectation that more or less the U.S. Federal Reserve has really reached a peak interest rate high cycle. That means, i.e. The next step for the market expectation is to this uh, is to decipher when will the Fed be cutting interest rates. So right now, if you look at the current situation right now, that given the fact of this lackluster forward guidance from these key U.S. retailers, uh, right now market is now looking at close to about a thirty percent chance, which is quite high, for the first interest rate cut to come in as early as March this year. So that's actually one of the reasons that is also driving this uh, ongoing medium-term bullish uh, trend in the S&P 500. So Kelvin, uh, seeing as, on, on that note, I mean, seeing as we've already see, ha, we've already had four straight weeks of uh, gains for the positive, mm. uh, positive closes for the three major indices, what's your, what's your prognosis for the rest of the year? Can this, can this rally sustain? Okay, so all this rest of the year, we all pretty much dependent on a very c- crucial on this coming December FOMC meeting, that means the U.S. Central Bank uh, Federal Reserve uh, meeting to decide on their key interest rate policy. So what is important, this meeting is important because the Fed also released its latest uh, dot plot. So this dot plot is actually a forecast on key economic variables in U.S. such as the uh, trajectory uh, of the interest rate, the trajectory of the, most important, the trajectory of inflation as well, okay, which is the core PCE data. So overall, if you look at uh, market participants, we very paying very close attention on the view of Federal Reserve forecast on whether, uh, number one, they do expect inflation to actually come down pretty rapidly into the second half of next year. Because if you look at the previous uh, forecast that was released in September, they're still looking at elevated inflation in 2024, and as well as they're still looking at uh, a terminal interest Fed fund rate to be at 5.5% to 5.75%. So that's another more 25 basis point hard to go. But market right now is actually expecting uh, Fed has really hit a terminal interest rate. Let me talk about peak Fed fund rate uh, in this current interest rate high cycle at 5.25% to 5.5%. So right now, if 
the Federal Reserve officials uh, on uh, the next coming meeting, which is on the 13th of December, starts to stand pat on the, uh, what you call it, uh, more cautious uh, opinion in the state of the US economy. That means they are still expecting inflation to be rather remaining sticky on the upside in 2024, or at least in the first half of 2024. That could actually derail this uh, ongoing uh, four weeks of uh, bull run that was seen in the major US stock indices. Let's talk about Japan. The Nikkei 225 has been trading above its 20-day moving average despite the Japanese government's latest downbeat assessment of the economy. Why have Japanese stocks been able to continue trading into strength in spite of that? I think it's more or less uh, due to uh, a forward-looking nature of market participants. Uh, primarily, there's two drivers. One will be the uh, ongoing, uh, we call it a uh, rather direct correlation with the US stock market that was seen four weeks ago. So that's more the external factor. And the internal factor right now over here is due to the uh, mounting political pressure uh, potentially being inflicted on the Bank of Japan to actually uh, uh, kind of a, give a little push for the Bank of Japan governor to actually do more in terms of normalizing the ultra-dovish uh, monetary policy that is still, uh, I'll put it away that still Japan itself is one of, it's only the sole major central bank that still has negative short-term interest rates. So the reason over here is because the fact that if you look at the current situation in the Japanese economy, uh, you look at local survey, uh, business sentiment and consumer sentiment has been rather lackluster due to higher imported inflation. So uh, that's pretty much evidence if you look at the last uh, core inflation uh, number of, uh, out of Friday, which is in October. The core inflation, excluding fresh food, actually uh, rose to about four month high to 2.9% year on year. So, primary one of the reasons that causing this uh, uh, higher imported inflation is due to the fact of a of a weaker yen. So, if you look at the Japanese yen itself, has weakened close to a 33 year high uh, since the start of this year against the US dollar. So, primarily driven by a, this uh, uh, reluctance of BOJ to actually shift their monetary policy. Uh, I would say put it with it, to be more aggressive in normalizing their ultra-dovish monetary policy. So with this uh, potential mounting political pressure coming into play, and given the fact that uh, right now, uh, if you look at the current uh, approval ratings of the of PM, uh, Kashida, they actually uh, declined close to, I think it plummeted close to, I think the lowest level in this current two-year premiership. So with uh, 2025, that will be the due date where he needs to call for a parliamentary election. So time seems to be running out. And uh, potentially uh, the fact that, that given this, uh, we call it uh, a lower consumer confidence in, in, in Japan, driven by the fact of a, of a much more mm. weakened yen. So that will actually give a, a bit of spurt for BOJ to do more well, with the strengthen of the Japanese yen. So that actually boosts uh, several... Uh, we call it uh, sectors in Japan, especially uh, skewed towards domestic consumption like the retail uh, trade and as well as IT and services. Okay, thank you so much for your time. That was Kelvin Wong, Senior Market Analyst with Oenda, talking about ending, about uh, explaining why the Japanese market continues to move higher and higher despite, I would say, weaker fundamentals. Uh, but the point is actually when you look at the US, I think some of the information coming out in terms of Black Friday spending yeah. By the way, there's this other thing called Cyber Monday. So we aren't actually over when it comes to American shopping. But the indications are that the, the strength of the American consumer is still 
there still very resilient despite what 11 rate hikes since the pandemic I'm also quite elated at the fact that you know we've seen four weeks of positive closes for for the three major indices not to mention even cryptocurrencies are also creeping up so I don't know maybe uh, there's a Santa Claus rally somewhere there you know, when everybody <laughs> expects a rally, it's not going to happen, right? Of That's how not. markets yeah. work, right? And yeah. everyone was talking about this soft and hard landing and like, where is it? 2023 has come to a close and that soft and all hard landing hasn't even materialised. Uh, but knock okay, on wood, knock, knock on, on wood. wood. <laughs> but we will be, of course, be paying attention to how markets will be doing. But up next, we're going to cover the top stories in the newspapers and portals this morning. Stay tuned, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.